Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought really scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business. And by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are fed up of the routine, the daily routine, and want to take back control and create the life they really want in their work, their relationships, their wellness, their money, and the fun stuff. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing six ordinary mums like you and me who are mums in business. My guest today is Angela Thompson. Angela is a mum in business who wants you to let go of all the things that are stopping you progressing in life. Thank you for joining me today, Angela. Thanks, Maria. Thank you for having me. You're most welcome. So I know you, but our listeners may not. Can you tell us a bit about yourself, your story and how you got to where you are today so they can get a sense of who you are? I will do my best to sum it up in a nutshell, but my background is mechanical engineering, uh, passionate about everything engineering, but very quickly I started to specialise in quality and process improvement. So that's my foundation. What I do now is I process maps, so I help people with their processes, but I also do mentoring, which is my absolute passion, is the person as well as the business. And the link between all of that is very quickly, I learned that with the best system in the world, if you do not have the right mindset, the right leadership is not going to go anywhere. And if you don't have the right process, you will grow into overwhelm without structure. So that's my basis for what I do. But yeah, it's not a job. It's fun. I love it every day. And what actually made you, what was the trigger that, where you decided you want to start your own business? Um, I think it was decided for me. When you are following your passion and your purpose, if you don't listen, the universe will give you a bigger, a bigger nudge. Uh, my metal pressing company that I was involved in decided to stop tracing because I couldn't carry on. I needed spinal surgery. And my other two directors decided they didn't want to go ahead without me. It was kind of taken out of my hands, but as soon as I did that, I took a year out and decided that quality was my thing, and I wanted to teach people to do it the right way, and that's how I started making quality tanks. 
and everything else in between has grown from there, from quality to process to mentoring. But it was it was kind of decided that it was time for me to change, and I'm very grateful for the the nudge. And I think you're one of the few people who I've met who actually listen to what's going on, listen to your yourself, um, listen to what the universe is trying to tell you. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Where you know where we should be, we should trust the um, messages and the signals that are sent to us, whether they are inward or externally? Yes. Um, the biggest advice I've got is follow your passion. And when you set that intention, when you set that goal, stop looking for it. Because if we're continually searching for the gap and for what we need to make us happy, we'll miss all those lovely opportunities and those magical synchronicities around us. So yes, set your sights high, set your intention, but then be open because you'll have those conversations like, oh, you're the third person to tell me that, that this that week. And then ding, the light bulb should go on and go, okay, maybe I need to take note of that. So those little coincidences are what you need to follow. Those are those magical occurrences. So I'm hearing they're not coincidences. Oh no. They're supposed, you're supposed to listen. It's just like you said, sometimes as humans, we need to hear things a few times before we go, oh, oh, right, I see. This is where I'm supposed to be going. We all have a guardian angel as well. And if you're not sure whether that's the message and ask them and you'll get more signs, you know, God, in, God instances, as some people call them, whatever you believe in, there are messages we are being guided we are being looked after um that's all i can say about that and i follow my guides intuitively absolutely i'm always listening always there's no other word for it <laughs> we're here on purpose and for a purpose now i know you've been in business just a little while so you've probably had a few challenges to overcome but what's the most challenging thing that you've done during your life in business? Ooh. Do you know what? I think the most challenging thing was both for personal and business, and that was me traveling to India. Uh, that was me trusting the universe. That was me actually listening to what I should be doing for personal development and for the business. And I was very scared to travel. Uh, most people love traveling. I hadn't left my son or um, my daughter or my husband and went alone. Uh, to see tigers, which was my my dream, to raise money to save tigers from, from extinction. And yeah, it was a big challenge, two weeks in the jungle, but I loved every minute of it. So what was, what was that immediate challenge? What was the thing that was holding you back? What were you scared of that initially stopped you from going? I was scared of going to India. I was scared that I was going to be ill. I was scared that I was going to get bitten by a snake. I was scared of leaving everyone back home, that I wasn't even traveling with my family. Uh, but I did. I asked the guides and I got plenty of messages to say, no, this is what you need to do for you. And if, you, if we had a time machine and you yeah. were able to get in your time machine and go and see the Angela before going to India, what would you say to her now? Oh, my goodness, you can do anything and you're safe and you're totally held. And everything's an adventure. You wouldn't be doing anything if it wasn't for a reason. 
I, I was in the I was in the airport crying to my hubby saying I can't do it and he was like you won't you'll regret it if you don't and back at you know if I'd known back then it was going to be fine I would have been totally not not bawling my eyes out in front of a group of people in Heathrow Airport. <laughs> okay. And I think that's a good message just generally in life don't we we naturally put um blockers in the way we make up stories as to why we can't do something as opposed to going but just imagine what will happen if we do try if we just have a go if we just trust that what we're about to do is the best thing for us yeah. it's just our inner child keeping us safe but at some stage in our life then we've got to just thank them and move on because whatever they're holding isn't necessary now and, you know, everything's valid, our whole life, our whole experiences, they're all valid. But we, the, the adventure begins just at the edge of your comfort zone and beyond, and you have to step there. And once you do, it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that zone just goes out. And we start to get a bit more comfortable, don't we, with being uncomfortable. The more we, like, gently push those boundaries the bigger things that we're likely to just have a go out to see what happens. Yeah. And it's trusting in you. The biggest thing is the self-love and the authentic self. When you are happy and comfortable with yourself, you will push longer, you'll push harder, you'll just go further. It all starts with you. Have you got any advice on how we can get there? Because I think as humans, we're constantly looking for external validation. We, we want, and I know, you know, it's part of, we want to be in a tribe, we want to be accepted and we want everybody else to say, no, you're doing all right, keep going, it's wonderful. But how do we, how do we turn that on its head and actually look inward and go, right, I need to know that everything's going to be okay. I need to know that actually I already have it within me to take these steps that may feel a bit scary. I think I would add to that. It's not just us knowing ourselves, it's us knowing where we're going. There's, if you look at purpose-driven motivation, it's far, far stronger. So when we connect and align with what we're here to do, then that motivation is far greater. You know, if there's a tiger in the garden and your kids are running around, you will, you will do anything in the world to protect your children. When you're in that work zone, you have to have a purpose far greater than yourself to serve and then you will do you will exceed great heights because it's it's so uh, you're you're driving from a different place oh, I love very that. much different I love that. and so looking at the other end of the scale we've talked about challenges mm -hmm. so far let's say first of all in your business what okay. is the best thing that you've done oh my goodness by far to be me to be authentic me uh, over the last couple of years, COVID hit and I brought out my uh, angelic healing, my angelic Reiki, my angelic guidance, just to help people through. And the more I did it, the more I loved it. And the more I got comfortable being in the corporate zone with it. So just being me. And last week I was doing two mentoring sessions and at the end they went, can we have a reading now before we go? And of course, I'd, I'd never have been in that position in the beginning. Every every different business was a segment. It was separate. And now they're all whole. They're just me. They're all tools. They're all, you know, any everything helps people on their journey. So bringing it all together is the best thing I've ever done. And now I'm just me. And so <laughs> that's your business. But what about in life? Oh, in life, what have I done? I've learned to let go. 
personally, my biggest, you know, we as mums, we like to make sure everyone's safe. We like to look after everybody. We like to be in control. We'd like to let go, empower, don't disempower. You know, you could, you need to stand back and you need to relax and know people are safe. You're there to guide. And that's what we're here to do. And, and that's probably the biggest challenge, you know, with things over COVID, everybody suffered and you need to just let go and just support it'll be okay so letting go oh that's amazing because it is so true as you're speaking those words and I'm thinking as myself as a mum and I'm thinking yeah yes I put pressure on myself to make sure that everybody is safe Mm -hmm. and that everybody's needs are met and when I have just let go and and let others take the lead or been less concerned about the outcome life does flow more easily yes absolutely we get we sometimes get in the way we mother too much because that can disempower those it's a bit like when you talk about the spiritual side of manifestation we want to be in the middle which is non-attachment we're not disattached it's not that we don't care and we're it's just we're not attached to every single outcome we're just letting be we're in the middle we're setting the intention, we're guiding, but we're not actually fixed on the outcome because everybody else around us has got to grow as well. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're here to do our best. And I was going to go, I was going to say, we're like, I like to say we're like water. We just flow and move as things get in our way. We go with the flow rather than like fighting against everything, which is going to hurt. And actually not get anywhere. I, I like I like to think of us as water. Natural flow. So absolutely. When when I do readings, um, one of the big things when we do the angel angel oracle uh, reading is letting go, knowing what to let go and let flow is as important as knowing what you need to pay attention to. Mm. It's it's really, really important. And the one thing that I will say is we've got to let go of the guilt if things aren't quite right either. As mums, you tend to hold on to everything that hasn't worked. It doesn't make you a bad person if things haven't got right. You're doing the absolute best you can. And that's another hard thing to let go of. Mm. We are are not perfect. We are doing a star job. We're doing our best, which is all we can do. And all our children expect from us, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And we learn and grow and we learn and grow. And it's a journey. And we're supposed to enjoy the journey. <laughs> like, we are. That's the big thing. Enjoy. There is, there, is, there is that saying, isn't there? That it, it's about enjoying the journey, not the destination. Yeah. My, my motto with my business is to bring joy back to life and fun back to work. It's the only things that matter. We're here to... We're not here, to, we're not here on this planet to suffer. We're here to discover all the amazing gifts that we've got and share them with everybody else. That's our journey simple as that i love simple simple and simplicity is is where i hope to be on a daily basis ish ish so what is it that drives you inspires you and motivates you to do what you do my clients uh, i i absolutely love being part of their journey obviously i've got my journey and my journey is one to save money um, enough to save tigers from disappearing because that's my passion to earn enough money to give me freedom of choice to enjoy my journey 
and at the end of the day to have oh, helped hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people on that journey you know all the souls that have been assigned to me for this life I just want to help them and be part of that journey and celebrate with them it's that's it's just pure joy there's there's a saying that if you help fan the fire of somebody else you cannot help but be warmed yourself and that's that's what I live by basically um I, I also work with a, an organization called, called bright sky and they at the center of the organization is the children's fire which is brought into this country by Max McCartney, a leadership coach. And it is all about keeping people close around that fire. And every time we make a decision, it's for generations and generations of children ahead of us. So us as the elders, we just have to pave the way and do the right thing. So what's your ultimate goal? Where do you, where do you see yourself being which direction are you heading in? Where is the ultimate destination? Oh, the ultimate destination is just to provide more and more people that can pass on that mentoring knowledge. It's about creating that field of generosity where people just pass on that knowledge. And we look after our planet for the future and our animals and everything else. We all count. When you say the children's fire, it's children's animals, planet, plants everything so that's all i want to do is just to keep living this dream um having the freedom to enjoy life but also pass it all on down generation to generation so that the children can grow in the right way i can i can tell that you already have your purpose firmly in your heart you you know you are one i think i'd say you're one of the few people i know who have that unshakable belief in where you're heading and it does have the foundation of your life i can i can tell it's whereas huge. it's massive when you when you connect with that purpose i mean if i if i said world peace to you it would probably sound so cliche but when we're not a conflict with ourselves and when we're not a conflict with everybody around us then it's like ripples in a pond it does create that world peace so it might sound huge and I get complete goosebumps from head to, toe, head to toe every time I say it. But I know that's what I'm in alignment to. Get everybody in alignment, nobody in conflict. Um, everybody realising when people react, it's nothing to do with them. It's what that person is going through. So we just need to reduce that yeah. conflict and yeah. open the generosity and, and act from a place of abundance, not lack, which we are at the moment. It's crazy times. Very much so. I think we thought it was crazy times when the pandemic started, but there have been lots of incidences that you just think, oh, what is going on? They're fear-based. It's all fear-based. We need to reduce mm. that fear. Um, and, and fear and worry and anxiety are us just lying to ourselves because we're assuming all sorts, but we're being fed a lot of fear. Mm. And we, we just need to come into that place of peace. I remember in the first instant with COVID, I felt like everything was around me and I was sat in the calm of a tornado and I was thinking something's wrong, but it's not, we, you know, we don't have to be on that hamster wheel. That's not success. It's being able to stop and pause and think and choose the right thing. And knowing we have choice, because I think sometimes we think, well, we don't have choice, but we very much do. And the more we do it together, the more we come together as tribes, the more choice we have. 
but choosing to do it peacefully is what I want to stand behind. Mm. You know, we have to do it the right way. There are ways and means. So you are a mum in business and you are a busy lady. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, I, and your children are probably just a little bit older than mine. How have you managed to juggle being a mum, having your business and still have this peacefulness about you? Super duper planning. <laughs> I teach planning, so I would have to do that. And I must say, if I haven't planned, uh, I know what it's like when I get to my desk. So for me, it's about setting very, very clear intentions, very clear goals. So where I want to be in the next three months is set out. Mm -hmm. And then being an engineer, I reverse engineer those goals into achievable things. So I'm very aware. So when I talk to people about being in business, uh, you have your default diary, you have your you know, school runs, whatever you want to do have that diary and then add to it but don't overcommit yourself you know mm. one thing i teach in my planning is a mop-up uh, time and people go why have you got an empty bit in your diary that's mop-up so i never go to overwhelm i don't want to be working till midnight trying to get a job done it's okay there's a there's a mop-up on a thursday that will take care of that mm. so it is it is careful planning even from early ages when it's nursery and childcare and everything else you know it all has to be super organized months ahead <laughs> that's the best way i can describe it it's no you're speaking my steroids. language you're speaking my language because i'm i'm a project manager by trade so a plan and being organized is is like my uh oh is is like my comfy chair that i like to sit in <laughs> but be realistic you know don't overstretch you know there's time for everything you know do one thing and do it well and then you know step by step it'll all come and you'll be led you don't need to know all the hows mm. that's the big thing is let it unfold and enjoy that journey you don't need all the answers straight away because the fun is just exploring whatever comes next and it really is fun <laughs> it's, it's it fun. is and it's it's gone back to that or it's attached to what you've said of like the letting go mm -hmm. this is what i want to do this is where i'd like to go and then i'm gonna i'm gonna work at it i'm gonna do my bit of work but just be open to what what else comes your way and, and don't be too um don't hold on to things too tightly but never forget the default don't i mean i i, I know people that are quite into shiny object object syndrome as i call it there's always an ideas car park but everything you do needs to be planned and you devote some time to the new project but don't forget to nurture your pipeline and your existing clients and all your you know have a dashboard to run your business on keep the rest ticking over keep it maintained and then allocate some time for the new project. And that way you won't go into overwhelm. You'll be able to manage everything at once. Oh, I love it. I love it. You're speaking my language. So <laughs> before, before we wrap up this mm -hmm. awesome conversation, I have one more question to you. What is the best advice you've been given? And what is the best advice you can give us? Oh, right. Okay. I remember there was one thing that, my coach said to me and I've used it many times with my clients so it's uh, <laughs> the result you get is the communication you give that's a sentence that has never left my side so before we get all our rage about things not working have a look back what's the system what's the communication 
and maybe it's nobody's fault it's just the system but remember if you want something done well you have to communicate it well and check that it was understood Mm -hmm. uh, and the other thing really for me personally is what I said to you you know everybody's reaction is never a reflection on you always have empathy always have compassion for what that person is going through and then we'll maintain that peace I, 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 my feel, I feel really relaxed yeah I, I love it <laughs> but if you're if you're starting out in business then really go through planning go through your business plan go through the what ifs be ready whatever you're going to commit be prepared and connect with that you know when when you're when you're when you're absolutely excited about the purpose you'll just you'll just drive yourself there won't be a problem but always check mm. always check and plan planning nobody devotes enough time to planning because they think it's just a waste of time but if you spend a morning doing it oh my goodness your month will just fail it'll just fail it'll be the yeah. best thing you've ever done yeah yeah now angela I know people will want to be in your world if they are not already. So how can people connect with you? Oh, you can just Google Angela Thompson and you will find me. You'll find me on LinkedIn. You'll find me on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Um, if you Google Business Journey for Tigers, then you will see my book, which also has its own little Facebook page. And that really takes you on a journey to find out why you're doing what you want, what, why you're doing what you're doing, how to improve what you're doing process-wise, and how to involve everybody if you've got people in your business to change that. So, yeah, so Business Journey for Tigers or Angela Thompson, and you will find me, I guarantee it. But I'm happy to put links and things. Thank you. I will make sure that there are links attached to this podcast so people cannot fail to connect with you oh i love learning so i'm always happy for a virtual coffee and or, or in-person coffee and cake now as we're allowed so we yeah. are allowed we are allowed always happy to impart knowledge and share so i'd like to say thank you angela for joining me today on this podcast episode and it's been a pleasure thank you for having me oh you're welcome and thank you everyone for listening <laughs> If you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how I can help you, then head over to my website, www.mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. Take care.